Welcome to the Absolute Recap Physics 1 edition, where we maximize your understanding and minimize your need for memorization. Each episode will recap content, skills, and test-taking tips to help you succeed in May. I'm your host, Melanie Kingett, and your recap starts now. Hi, and welcome to the Absolute Recap Physics 1 edition. Today's episode will focus on projectile motion problems. Let's zoom out. We're in Unit 1, Kinematics. Topic 1.1. Our big idea is force interactions. A home run at a baseball game, a long pass in soccer, a drive down the fairway in golf. What do they all have in common? They all move in two dimensions. More commonly, they are referred to as projectiles. But what does that mean, and how can we predict their motion with what we already know about one-dimensional motion? The good news, no new formulas. The uh, not as good news, we will be keeping track of two motions at once. Let's zoom in. A projectile is an object experiencing freefall, but with some initial velocity in the horizontal x direction. Remember that to be in freefall means that only gravity is causing it to accelerate. Projectiles always follow the same type of path as they move in two dimensions. They always have a parabolic path, meaning that if we trace their motion through the air, it would be a parabola. A marksman aiming downrange with the barrel of his gun held horizontally fires at the target. At the moment that the bullet leaves the marksman's gun, another object is dropped from the same height above the ground. Which hits the ground first? The answer is that they both hit at the same time. How do you know? Since they both had an initial velocity in the y direction equal to zero meters per second. A ball is placed at rest on a level table. Does the ball ever randomly begin speeding up in either the forward or reverse direction? No, of course not. That's because there's not an acceleration due to gravity that acts in the x direction. Only the 9.8 meters per second squared acceleration, which acts in the negative y direction. While at a football game, you are seated behind the field goalpost and watch the opening kickoff. You see the ball leave the ground and travel skyward. It rises while slowing, it stops at its peak, and then it speeds up in the negative direction. Seems a whole lot like a ball thrown up in the air and then caught at the same height. You tell your friend over the phone about how it looks just like a one-dimensional free-fall problem you remember hearing about while listening to the Absolute Recap Physics 1 edition the other day. Your friend is at home watching the game and says, that's ridiculous because I'm watching the game at home and they just showed an overhead view of the kickoff and the ball appears to travel downfield at a constant velocity as it travels past the 30, 40, and 50-yard lines all the way down the field. I'm wondering if you can clarify which version is correct. Which one of you is correct? You, watching from behind the field goalpost, or your friend, who is watching an overhead view on TV? So, as it turns out, you and your friend are both correct. Perhaps we are both mad. Since projectiles only accelerate in the y direction. Let's try to solve an example problem in which an object is launched horizontally. 
It's summertime, and you are at the local swimming pool when you run off the diving board horizontally with a velocity of 7 meters per second and eventually splash into the water some 10 meters below you. How far from where you leapt horizontally off the diving board should your friend have an inner tube waiting so that you can jump right through it like you are a performer in a three-ring circus? The best way to organize all this information coming at you in two dimensions is to create a table. This will help you keep track of the relevant information in both the X and the Y directions. The relevant information in each of these directions is the acceleration, time, initial and final velocities, and the displacement. I envision this table having two columns, one for the X direction and one for the Y direction. Acceleration in the X direction will be zero meters per second squared. And while on Earth, the acceleration in the Y direction will be negative 9.8 meters per second squared. The time we are currently unsure of, so we will leave both columns blank. But it's important to point out that projectiles only fall once, and they do so in both directions at the same time. The initial velocity in the X direction will be 7 meters per second, but in the Y direction, it's not so straightforward. We know that you left the diving board horizontally, which indicates that the initial Y velocity should be 0 meters per second. We also know that in the X direction, your final velocity is also 7 meters per second, since you won't accelerate in the X direction. Finally, the displacement in the X direction is what we ultimately are looking for, and in the Y direction, we will place a negative 10 meters since you moved in the downward direction from your starting location. Now we have to figure out the best equation to use for what we know. It appears the second kinematic equation from the Physics 1 equation sheet is the right choice, but we should be reminded that we can only place values into that equation that come from the same side of our table that we've created. In this case, we will work with the y direction first, and we can set the displacement equal to 1 half times the acceleration multiplied by the time squared. We should have negative 10 meters equals negative 4.9 meters per second squared times t squared. We find that you are airborne for 1.4 seconds. Armed with this information, we can turn our attention to the x-direction side of our table and use the second kinematic equation again. This time, we have displacement equals the initial velocity times the time. In your case, the displacement equals 7 meters per second times 1.4 seconds, or 9.8 meters. Pretty straightforward, right? That's right. If you were to find yourself faced with the opportunity to hunt for buried treasure, and you had the option of either A, going on that treasure hunt with an experienced adventurer and access to the treasure map, or two, winging it and just figure it out as you go. Now, winging it is admittedly very exciting, but the phrase, I'll figure it out as I go, is usually the last thing I say before getting very lost or spending hours digging through the trash for the furniture assembly instructions I said I didn't need. An experienced adventurer and access to the treasure map is probably the smartest option. Now swap out the word treasure map with study guide, adventurer with teacher, and buried treasure with educational aspirations, and... I don't know where I was going with that. But what I do know is that we have study guides, virtual classrooms, and tutoring sessions available now at www.theabsoluterecap.com. Now back to the recap. Now let's take a peek at our projectile launched at an angle. A basketball player shoots the ball with a speed of 10 meters per second at an angle of 60 degrees above horizontal into a net located a meter above where it is shot from. 
Maybe we need to find out where the player needs to stand in order to make the basket. Again, we should create an ATV table and fill in what is known. The standards are still in play with respect to the acceleration in each direction. So again, acceleration in the X direction is zero meters per second squared, and the Y direction acceleration is negative 9.8 meters per second squared on Earth. Time is unknown, and hopefully, you can see that being shot at an angle gives the ball velocity in both the X and Y directions. So the 10 meters per second is the resultant of the X and Y components of velocity. With a little trig, you can solve for each and find that the initial X velocity is five meters per second in the forward direction, and the Y velocity is 8.7 meters per second in the up direction. Additionally, you know the Y displacement is plus one meter, since the ball ends its path one meter above where it started. One route to solving is to look at the Y column of the table you created and to use the third kinematic equation to find the final Y direction velocity. But you'd have to recognize that the answer can either be positive or negative, since the final velocity will get squared. But if we know a little bit about basketball, we know the ball has to enter the top of the net, and the ball must have a negative velocity of negative 7.5 meters per second to do that. We can then use the first kinematic equation to solve for the ball's hang time, which ends up being 1.65 seconds. Or we could have used the second kinematic equation and the quadratic formula to solve for the time directly, and then choose the later time when the ball has had time to go up one meter, reach its peak, and then come back down to a height of one meter above the ball's starting point. Either way, we get the time of 1.65 seconds. Lastly, you know the x velocity and the time. So the second kinematic equation can be used to take the initial x velocity of five meters per second, multiplied by the hang time of 1.65 seconds to find that the basketball player should take the shot when he is a horizontal distance from the basket. A few last things. The time to the peak position cannot be assumed to always be half the hang time, but when a projectile is launched and it lands at the same location in the Y direction, then the displacement in the Y direction is zero meters and the time to the peak will be half the total hang time. Again, that's a special case, so be careful when using it. Another fun fact, when the Y displacement is zero meters, then the projectiles launched at angles that are complementary, which they add to 90 degrees, will have the same range. Shoot a ball at 30 degrees or 60 degrees above horizontal, and they will land at the same place on level ground. Lastly, and this is a big one, throughout the entire journey that a projectile makes through the air, the acceleration is downward and equal to negative 9.8 meters per second squared. Gravity doesn't subtly turn off at the peak. To recap, projectiles in free fall are only accelerated by gravity. Acceleration in the X direction is zero meters per second squared if in free fall, and negative 9.8 meters per second squared in the Y direction. When launched at an angle, the X and Y components of velocity can be found using some simple right angle trig. The Y velocity is zero meters per second at the peak 
And with the same three kinematic equations we used in 1D motion, you can solve any projectile problem. Coming up next on the Absolute Recap Physics 1 edition, we will focus on dynamics and the forces that exist in our world. Today's question of the day focuses on projectile motion. A projectile launched from level ground at an angle of 20 degrees will have the same range as a projectile with the same launch velocity at what angle? For the answer to the question of the day, please follow us on Instagram at The Absolute Recap. That's the A-P-S-O-L-U-T-E Recap. Check out our website, theabsoluterecap.com, for episode schedules, study guides, virtual tutoring, and to sign up for our virtual classroom. The Absolute Recap is produced by Brad Kingett with music by Zach Caruso. Today's episode was written by Ryan McDowell. Thanks for subscribing, and don't forget to rate and review wherever you get podcasts. Time's up. Now go look at the world through physics lenses. Thank you for listening to the Absolute Recap Physics 1 edition. AP is a registered trademark of the College Board. Copyright 2020. Absolute Recap LLC. All rights reserved.